Um, we are starting a very short series, actually two-week part series lang siya. Okay, and I will be explaining what the series is all about. If you're wondering, bakit nga ba yan yung title ng series natin in a while? But, um, you know, uh, this is really a series about what our ministry, what victory is all about. And that's our heart and our desire to reach the next generation. Okay, so for this week, I would like for us to turn our Bibles to Psalm 78. We are going to read verse 1 all the way to verse um, verse 8. Okay, can I request everyone to please stand in respect to the reading of God's Word? Psalm, one, Psalm 78. Verse 1 to verse 8. It says, Tell the coming generation a mass of Asaph. Okay, This is what it says. Verse 1. Give ear, O my people, to my teaching. Incline your ears to the words of my mouth. I will open my mouth in a parable. I will utter dark sayings from of old, things that we have heard and known, that our fathers have told us. We will not hide them from their children, but tell to the coming generation the glorious deeds of the Lord and His might, and the wonders that He has done. He established a testimony in Jacob and appointed a law in Israel, which he commanded our fathers to teach to their children that the next generation might know them, the children yet unborn, and arise and tell them to their children so that they should set their hope in God and not forget the works of God, but keep his commandments, and that they should not be like their fathers, a stubborn and rebellious generation, a generation whose heart was not steadfast, whose spirit was not faithful to God. Let's pray. God, we thank you that we are here today, Lord, that we can come together and worship you and study your word. Lord, I pray, God, that we will not just enjoy this blessing, but we will be able to pass on this blessing and so much more to the next and the future generations to come. Lord, bless our time. Bless the reading and the preaching of your word. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. You may all take your seats. Now, the title of our Next Generation series is entitled, I-Y-K-Y-K. Okay, hindi po yan binabasa. Kasi baka iba isipin nila, ikik. Okay. Okay, or yak-yak. Ano ba? Ano ba? Paano ba? Usually kasi nagdadagdag ng vowels para mabasa. Okay, but it's I-Y-K-Y-A. And, and you can read dun sa baba. No? That stands for, if you know, you know. Okay, so acrostic siya. Parang yung Marites. Alam niyo ba yung Marites? May acrostic na. Alam niyo ba yung sabihin ng, mga, ano, ng Marites? Di ba yung mga mahilig sa chismis? May ano na yun? May, may acrostic na yun. Okay? Masters in arts in relaying information through exaggerated stories. Okay, so... So, graduate studies na pala yung pagchichismis. Okay, now, itong IYKYA is a Gen Z uh, language. Okay, nag-start yan as a hashtag sa Twitter. And uh, they usually use this if they post a picture or if they tell a story, which is just short, no? a phrase lang, and then mag-hashtag ng IYKYK. If you know, you know. Ibig sabihin, uh, if you were there, if you experienced, or if you know what they were referring to, then you're in 
Okay? Al- alam mo yung story. And then pagka wala ka doon, parang hindi mo siya magigets. If you don't know, you don't know. Okay? Yung iba siguro parang math lang yan tsaka physics. <laughs> Either you get it or you don't. Okay? If you know, you know. Okay? So kaya may mga ganong klaseng hashtag. So it's like a way of uh, pulling in people who can relate. But in a way, parang medyo... Uh, may ano ka, FOMO, okay? Fear of missing out if you could not relate. Now, hopefully, magkaroon ka ng curiosity, you'll find out more about that, diba? And then, hopefully, yung if you know mo will be NYK. Now you know. <laughs> okay, kasi na, ano ka na, you're in the story. Now, uh, just to help us trigger some thinking, okay? Uh, I'm gonna show you some pictures, actually icons, and if you know, I want you to raise your hand, okay? If you really know, okay? And I want you to do it as quickly as possible, kasi pagka hindi ka masyado sure, baka you don't know, okay? So if you know this icon, okay, raise your hand. Let me see, who knows this uh, icon? Taas ng kamay, if you know this icon, okay, great. Okay, hindi lahat. Okay, para may mga may alam. Okay, what about this next one? If you know this icon, raise your hand. Okay. Now, pagtabihin natin para mas malito tayo. Now, of course, medyo magkamukha yan, di ba? Itong on the right side, what's that? Everybody say it out loud. Huh? Apple Music, iTunes, okay. Yung sa kabila, what's that? TikTok. Okay, so para sa mga may alam, okay, TikTok po, magkaiba po yan, although medyo similar yung itsura. One is music, although ngayon may videos na rin yata sa iTunes. Pero itong TikTok more parang social media app siya, di ba? Tama ba? Social media app or university, kasi may tatawag na TikTok university. Okay, social media app, more videos, and anyways, you got the idea. So, konting plugging lang, okay? Kung hindi masyadong familiar yung mga Kinunta natin kanina sa inyo, okay, nasa iTunes po yan, nasa Spotify po yan, new songs from Victory Worship. In fact, sobra exciting kasi sa first Thursday of September, we're gonna have our prayer and worship night and Victory Worship will lead us here live. Okay, so we wanna invite you, your friends to come for a time of really worshiping the Lord using the new songs that we have. So sana, hindi lang tayo bakanta in church, but we're also uh, worshiping God uh, habang nagda-drive ka or or you're jogging or exercising. Okay, you can tune into this music. Okay, now, next question. If you know this icon, raise your hand. Oy, mas konti compared sa iTunes tsaka sa... Ay, wala pa, wala pa kaya pala. Okay, next icon, yan. Okay, if you know this icon, raise your hand. Okay. Alright, if you know this next icon, raise your hand. Okay, medyo marami-rami pa rin. Okay, sige. Uh, now, if we put them together, now, the icon on the right is what? Okay, Wi-Fi hotspot. Okay, may signal. Okay, yung iba siguro hindi familiar kasi palaging wala. <laughs> Walang signal. Okay, yung kabila, anong icon yan? That's? Spotify. Okay, now, magkaiba yan. Okay, although the icon looks the same. One will help you connect to the internet. The other one, connects you to a library of songs. And I think may mga podcast na rin that you can listen to, okay? So, different things, but they look the same. Now, I'm gonna show you some things that are the same, but are also different. 
Okay? This one, who you're familiar with this icon? Siyempre, marami. Oh, mas kumakunti na ngayon. Kasi yung mga kabataan na ngayon halos. What's that? Instagram. Now, who among you know that before that, there's this icon of Instagram. Naabutan niyo pa ba yan yung ganyang icon? Okay, so, now it's the same, but now it looks different because generationally, something's happened. Hopefully improved. Right? Does that make sense? Now, what about this? Who among you know this icon? Siyempre, Apple, di ba? Now, who among you know that this is the first icon of Apple computer? Grabe, no? Natanggal na yung puno. <laughs> Nasa puno pala siya nung una. Hindi <laughs> natin alam. Ako, hindi ko alam. Akala ko yung original ano lang yan, yung buo na wala pang kagat. Okay? Tsaka may color pa. So, ganito pala yung first icon ng Apple. In fact, if you look at that, over the years, nag-change pala talaga yung ano, yung logo, but it's the same. But hopefully, things are getting better. Now, I can't say if things got better when Steve Jobs is no longer there. Pero hopefully, through the generations, it will improve. Okay, now hang on. May, 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 ano ta, may, may explanation to why I'm letting you see all of this. Now, who among you know these pictures? Sino nakakaalam kung ano yung nasa kanan? Raise your hand if you know, you know. Mas kumukunti na. Okay. Anong tawag dyan? Cassette tape. Okay. Now, who among you can connect a cassette tape to a ball pen? Taas ng kamay. Okay. Alright. If you know, you know. If you don't know, pa-explain nyo na lang sa mga nagtaas ng kamay. Okay? Now, what's in the middle? Teka mo na. Hindi pa. Balik mo na. Atras mo na. What's in the middle? Ano yan? Walkman. Sino dito alam niyan? Taas na kamay. Walkman. Sino hindi pa nakakakita ng Walkman ever in your entire life? Okay, mga nasa, okay. Alam naman nila lahat. Okay, ano yung nasa right? Okay. Yung iba nilalaw isip, eh, Betamax or VHS or DVD. Depende sa generation, okay? Pero the point is, all of this, the, maybe something that the, the new generation are not familiar with, but if you combine this and so much more, that's pretty much what we have as the next picture says, a smartphone. So, yung smartphone pala, combination ng Betamax, combination ng telephone. Yung ako, naabutan niyo pa yung ganito itsura ng telephone, no? Yan, no? Yung, yung pwedeng deadly weapon pag binato sa'yo. Okay, so, eh, ako na, abutan niyo pa Atari, okay? Yung mga uh, Jurassic Park version ng mga video games. So, if you look at a smartphone right now, which all of us probably have, some probably have more than one, this is a result of what was built through the generations. And I'm saying this to remind us that every generation stands on the platform built by the previous generation. Every generation, our generation, stands on the platform built by the previous generation. We are who we are today because of the big, great contributions of those who have gone before us. And one of the greatest tragedies and mistakes our generation can make is to cut off ourselves from the previous generation and miss out on the many things 
that they can teach us and the many things that we can learn from them. Minsan kasi naririnig natin yung mga linya ngayon, eh kasi generation mo yan eh. Iba na yung generation ngayon. Now, who among you here, when, when you were young, I'm talking to the parents, who among you here, when you were young, you could not understand your parents. But when you became a parent, <laughs> now you understand what they mean. Now you know. Tama ba, Enrico? Kasi sabi ni Enrico, na-realize ni Enrico na hindi pala mahirap maging magulang. Napakahirap pala maging magulang. Now, I also want to say that the future of the next generation is built on the foundations set by the current generation. So tayo, yung ginagawa natin ngayon, may impact yan sa future generations whether we like it or not. And one of the negative things that happened to us culturally was the time when we had an i generation a kasi nga daming iPhone, iPad, iMac, puro i i i naging me, myself and i and then nagkaroon pa ng YOLO mentality, you only live once and we think that if we can just have our time and give our lives to the fullest and enjoy it not thinking of how it will impact the future generations then we're not really living the life that we're supposed to be. So as we look at this passage, hindi po ako galit, medyo passionate lang ako pag ito pinag-uusapan. I would like for us to ask three questions and look at from the passage that we read and answer them so that we can know how we can destroy and break this what we call generation gap. And hopefully we can really embrace our call as a ministry to be a multi-generational church. First question we need to ask, what do we need to pass on to the next generation? Second, who is the next generation? Third, why do we have to care for the next generation? So first question, what do we need to pass on to the next generation? Is there something more important than, than passing technology? Is there something more important than passing uh, academics? Academic achievement? A field of knowledge, math, science, physics. Kasi kaya minsan yung iba, hirap na hirap eh. Hindi nila magets yung ano, yung math. Sabi niya, you have to know. <laughs> but hindi mo naiintindihan. Dapat maintindihan mo tayo. The next generation, eh, I don't know eh. If it doesn't click to you, if it doesn't make sense to you, it's, sometimes it's hard. The pressure of having to get it, but you don't really get it. No, but there's a better way of teaching them so that they can get it. But is there something more important just learning ABCs and one, two, threes and the logarithms and the integrals of whatever? What do we need to pass on to the next generation? The psalmist, a masculine of ASAP. Hindi dahil sa taga, ano siya, ABS-CBN. ASAP is just like, a masculine is just like a musical term. Okay, one of the descriptions of the psalms. And this is a song written for the generation to use as a song, as a prayer, but also uh, a song that can be passed on to the future generations para matulungan yung future generations. And uh, this, this song, this psalm, this prayer says what we have to pass on to the next generation. Look at what it says, verse 1. Give ear, O my people, so ito yung ano niya, a plea niya for everyone. Okay, not just for himself. Oh my people, give ear to my teaching. Everybody say teaching. Incline your ears to the words of my mouth. Everybody say words. 
I will open my mouth in a parable. Everybody say parable. I will utter dark sayings from of old. Okay? And then things that we have heard and known that our fathers have told us. We will not hide them from their children, but tell to the coming generation. What are these teachings? What are these words being spoken about? What are these parables? What are these dark saying of olds, old stories, old uh, lines of wisdom? The glorious deeds of the Lord and His might and the wonders that He has done. He established a testimony in Jacob and appointed a law in Israel which He commanded our fathers to teach to their children. So the question, what do we need to pass on to the next generation? The answer is who the Lord is, His great works, and His covenant. Who the Lord is, the glorious deeds of the Lord. And the psalmist used a personal name of God, Yahweh, the great I Am, the one true God. Ito yung burden nung, nung psalmist. Ito yung burden nung nagsulat. Ito yung burden niya. He was trying to tell his generation. And kaya sinulat niya yun para the, even if he's no longer there. Kaya niya ginawang kanta para mas madaling matandaan. Para lahat ng makakaalala ng kanta, lahat ng makakarinig, lahat ng future generations, even if the psalmist is no longer there, can know who Yahweh is. Who the Lord is. Ano yung mga ginawa niya? Kaya ang haba nito. Ilang verses to, do? 70, Psalm 78, pero 72 verses. And ang daming history mentioned from the time of uh, Jacob and, and Moses and hanggang sa uh, exile and they become a nation. And the, he's basically telling what God did then through the years and His covenant, how God transformed Jacob to Israel and established them as a nation, and how God fulfilled this promise, referring to Abraham, that out of his, this man who is old and childless, that God will make him uh, someone who has a great name, someone who will become a nation, someone who will become blessed and a blessing to the rest of the world. In other words, kung merong burden talaga tong psalmist na sana hindi makalimutan ng generation niya and the future generations is that sino ba talaga tong the one true God. In a time and age when people believe in many gods and, and, and gods with specialties and gods with limitations. Kaya yung iba, sige, lahat na lang ng gods, i-worship natin para happy lahat. <laughs> Kasi baka magalit yung God na to na sa atin and we, magkaroon tayo ng judgment, ng calamities. But he was talking about, no, there's this one true God who is the great I am, who is the only one, the most powerful one. And He is not a God who's always mad and angry that you have to appease so that you will not be judged. But He is a God who makes promises. He is a God who is faithful in keeping His promises. And He has done great and mighty things, even miraculous things, supernatural things things and impossible things just to prove to us that He is faithful even if we're not. And if there's any burden that I hope we all carry for the rest of our lives, 
If there's any desire that I hope will be cultivated in our lives from this then onwards, sana yung desire natin, I want to know this one true God. I want to know what He did in the past. I want to know His promises. And I want to be assured that He is faithful so that I can move forward with hope and great expectations. At sana hindi lang tayo mag-settle with us knowing that and us experiencing that. Sana magkaroon tayo ng desire and I hope hindi lang ako makaalam nito. I hope hindi lang ako maka-experience nito but also the future generations. Now, who is the next generation? The passage that we read answers this. He established a testimony in Jacob and appointed a law in Israel which he commanded our fathers, everybody say our fathers, to teach to their children, and we say their, chi- their children, that the next generation might know them. So can you imagine, my fathers, those who have gone before us, our children, their children, so fathers, children, tapos, that the next generation might know them, so the next generation, ng father, yung child, pero yung child, my next generation then, children yet unborn. Okay. And arise and tell them to their children. So in other words, who's the next generation? Well, the answer to that is that the generations after you and the generations to come. Kung naging next generation tayo ng previous generation, yes, we have to be grateful for what they did. Diba? But we, we can't just blame them also for what they did or they did not do. Hindi pwedeng forever na lang natin sinisisi yung previous generation. Now, I know some of you have a blessed life because of the previous generations and I hope we can all rejoice and celebrate in that. But I also understand that there are things that happened to our generation na I don't know what kind of forefathers or parents you've had. And I hope we'll find it in our hearts to forgive and to release them. Kasi minsan, may mga tao ngayon, no, who still struggle with the pains left to them. And ang hirap nun, wala nang makausap, wala nang pwedeng gawin about the past because the people who are to be blamed are already in the grave. So forever na lang ba dapat tayong stuck in the past? And then can we just accept where we are and forget about the future generations to come? Now, buti na lang, they only build the platform but they don't necessarily dictate our destiny. That's why we need to know who the Lord is. That's why we need to know His glorious deeds because God can change the destiny of Abraham to Abraham. God can change the destiny of Jacob to Israel. And then God can definitely change our past, redeem our past, so that we can have a great present and a more wonderful future. Kasi nga, whether we like it or not, our generations today will have an impact on the future generations and the futures to come. IYKYK yung generation ngayon, pero previous to that, meron namang alam na this. 
It just sounds different, but it's pretty much the same. Looking for ways to express yourself. Diba? May acrostic. In previous generation, may ano pa yan? May numbers pa yan. 14344. Kung hindi nyo alam yung ano yung 14344, I love you very much. Yun. Number of letters naman ng... Kung hindi nyo gusto yung 14344, di 5254. Kung hindi nyo alam yun, para malaman nyo, Tagalog lang yun. Mahal na mahal kita. People are just expressing differently every generation, but every generation needs the same thing. Knowing who God is. Remembering His works. And hopefully in our generation, we know God and we experience God so that the story that the next generation would hear is not just the dark sayings of old that is easily forgotten and easily dismissed as untrue but it's something that they will know as, wow, totoo pala talaga yung sinasabi ng Word of God, that He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. If He did it then, He can definitely do it now, and will do it tomorrow. And let me move on to that third question, which I believe the most important thing. Why do you have to care for the next generation? Here's why. This is what the verse says that we read. So that they should set their hope in God. And not forget the works of God. But keep His commandments. And that they should not be like their fathers, a stubborn and rebellious generation. A generation whose heart was not steadfast, whose spirit was not faithful to God. Okay, ito yung burden ng ano, nung, nung psalmist. We have to tell them from the start, in-spell out niya na yun. These teachings, these words, these parables, this dark saying of old, diba? these commandments, these laws. We have to, we have to, to remember this. We should not forget this. And we should tell it to the future generations, even those unborn, because this is what's going to happen if they do. If they hear of this, if they know this, if they don't forget this, they're, they're going to set their hopes in God. You know why? May challenges tayong pinagdaanan. May mga challenges pinagdaanan in the past. Na-experience natin, na-prove natin, wow, God, God can come through for us. Pero yung mga generations ngayon, may mga pinagdadaanan sila ngayon. And yung, we, we, we have yet to know how the pandemic has impacted the next generation. Hindi pa natin alam. At least tayong older generation, naka-express pa natin yung mga struggles natin. We can process it together. And ho- hopefully, by the grace of God, we're all moving forward. We're all doing well. Kaya nauso ngayon yung mga mental challenges is because of the pandemic. And we have yet to know how it really impacted the future generation. We'll figure it out in the next few years. But we will not wait for that to come out. Ngayon pa lang, gusto na nating sabihin sa kanila that there is a God. And whatever challenges or whatever crisis they may face, even in the far future, from the time that we're probably no longer be here, Wala na tayo dito. I hope hindi nila makakalimutan that there is a God. 
the great I am who cares for them. He's a miracle-working God. He's a God who saves. He saves then. He continues to save now. And He will continue to save us in the future. You know what's going to happen if they don't get that? Sabi dito, hindi lang sila, but the future, previous generations have also been guilty of this. So that they should not be like their fathers. A stubborn and rebellious generation. A generation whose heart was not steadfast, whose spirit was not faithful to God. And in fact, if you read the psalm, what follows after is that it's a season of roller coaster history. Sometimes they trust God, things out go well, they forget God, the next generation gets worse. Wow, grabe, no? Miracles, Moses' time, plagues, parting of the Red Sea, Joshua generation, they enter the promised land. Next generation, judges. A people who don't know God, a people who has forgotten God, and then they become stubborn, rebellious, idolatrous, wicked. And God had to come and raise someone who will point them back to God. Remember His works. Remember His covenant. And then, pag nag-respond yung generation, okay na naman. And then, pag okay na naman lahat, nakalimutan na naman si God. Dive na naman uli. And guess what? Because of what happened to the nation of Israel, they get exiled from the promised land. Now, when Psalm was written, it was collected, it's going back from the exile. And now, they're being established again as a nation. And ito, yung Psalms are trying to Remind them, if we forget God, if we forget His works, if we forget His covenant, we're not going to have a great future. So why do we need to care for the next generation? Because their future and their eternal state is at stake. Now, of course, this is not to paint a scary doomsday picture of what the future may be. Pero alam natin, the reality is that, you know, COVID may not be the only pandemic. Buti na lang, history showed us na at least one in a hundred years ang pandemic. So hopefully, we've gone wiser. Hopefully, our health system, our healthcare, uh, hopefully our our epidemiologic ano, diba? uh, principles <laughs> in our heads, but we're really applying it. Diba? I hope we're, we're getting better in many ways. But if there's something that I hope we're getting better at, it's really knowing God. Remembering His works. And not just remembering His works, but experiencing His works for our day and age. Not just knowing His covenant, but experiencing the blessing of entering into a covenant relationship with God today. And not just for our generation, but for the future generations. Of course, Psalm 78 was an Old Testament time. And the Bible continues until the book of Malachi. Because things are getting uh, bad to worse. 
In fact, alam natin yung story ng Malakay, no? the last book of the Bible. After that, 400 years of silence. No prophets, no visions. And, uh, but I like the end of Malachi because it gives us hope. Look at what it says here. Behold, I will send you Elijah the prophet before the great and awesome day of the Lord comes. And I will turn the hearts of the fathers to their children and the hearts of the children to their fathers. Lest I come and strike the land with a decree of utter destruction. So in other words, when, when Malachi was giving this message, things are bad, things are worse, and things are gonna get worse. If people want a life apart from God, if people want a life without God, and they keep on going in that direction, parang, sige, God will allow us to do that. Pero anong result nun? Utter destruction. But God is gonna send someone who's like Elijah the prophet. There's gonna come a great and awesome day of the Lord. And what's gonna happen? There's gonna be healing, a turning of hearts. Now, in the first part of this chapter, the sun of righteousness will rise with healing in its wings. And I know there's gonna be a miraculous healing. The coming of the Messiah is a proof that God is gonna come and heal. And He literally healed sickness and diseases, proving that He has authority over sickness and diseases. And He has authority over demons. He has authority even over mental challenges. Like there's this crazy demoniac who got well. And, and He has authority over sins and He can forgive. Pero part ng healing that the Messiah would do is to heal relationships between the previous generation and the next generation. So that the cycle of a bad generation becoming worse and worse and worse will end. Now, I mentioned a while ago that you know, there might be greater challenges in the future, but I don't want to be a doomsday you know, uh, prophet. In fact, I'm hopeful for my daughter's future. I'm hopeful for our children's future. You know why? Because we have this. We have this picture right before us happening today. Now, if you don't know, I want to let you know, ito picture ng mga volunteers natin sa kids' church. Ito picture ng mga youth natin doing hope test. Ito yung picture ng mga youth natin sa Youth Flicks, I think. Tama ba? Kasi kinuha ko lang kay Enrico yung without permission <laughs> sa post. Ito picture ng mga seniors natin having victory groups on a Sunday. So if you're wondering, yes, kasama na po si Pastor Israel sa seniors. <laughs> I think na kasama lang siya sa picture. You know why this picture gives me hope? Different, but the same. But not the same as in nothing's gonna change. The same is because I know they all want to get better in knowing God. They all want to remember His works. They all want to tell the next generation. They want to tell whether it's my generation or future generations. 
We want them to know who God is. We want them to know that He is alive and He is at work and He is doing great and mighty things. And we're going to tell everyone that the best way to live your life right now is to dive into God's plan and God's purposes. Not just for our generation, but also for the next generation. So sa victory, may mga ano rin tayo, if you know, you know. So who among you can connect victory with a fish pond, taas ng kamay? <laughs> okay. If you know, you know. Okay, but... For those of you who cannot raise your hands, I want to let you know. Okay? Yung old center kasi natin sa Harrison Plaza, may fish pond. And yun yung nagigiging tambay ng mga tao waiting for the service, meeting people for one-to-one, yung iba doon nagsusmall group. No? Nakamiss nga yung ano, you know, fish pond. So siguro pag nagka-center tayo next time, dapat may fish pond din. No? Now, just to bring it a little bit further, who among you here can connect Dunkin' Donuts with victory. Taas ng kamay. Okay, mas kumunti na. Okay, pero just to let you know, ito po yung connection ng Dunkin' Donuts. Not to promote Dunkin' Donuts, okay. But Pastor Steve, there was no office then. When the church was started way back in 1984, he would go to Dunkin' Donuts to disciple people, to start small groups. And in a Dunkin' Donut tissue paper, dun niya sinulat you know, what God has mandated us to do, to honor God and make disciples. That's why if you were here when, I, when we had 25th anniversary ng Victory Taft, I think nagpa-donut yata tayo, no? <laughs> Tapos meron tayong specially made tissue na may nakasulat, nakaprint na honor God and make disciples. So, now you know. But I hope this is not just something that you will know as a history. I hope you will experience what it means to really be a part of reaching the next generation. So how do we do that? I just want to encourage you to grow in your faith. Get to know God. Get to know His works. Get to know His covenant. And don't just grow in your faith. Grow in your faith with others. Kung hindi pa kayo nag-one, ano ba yung one-to-one? Can you please let me know so that now I know? Ano ba yung victory group? How can I join? Bakit ba sila nag-woo-woo pagka victory group? So that when you know, you can say, I know what this means. And not only that, I hope you grow in your faith in such a way that you would want to, that you will become more equipped to tell others about it. Of course, one of the things that we do, because we're so committed to this, in fact, when Pastor Steve came, 1984, to start the church in University Bell, kasi nandun talaga yung mga next generation, future leaders of our nation, he consulted some church growth experts, some pastors who've been in the Philippines for a long time, uh, just to assure them that we're not here trying to get Christians from other churches, but we're here to reach the lost. We're here to reach a future, uh, the next generation, future leaders of our nation. Yung iba natawanan lang sila. Sila bisa, that's not gonna work. 
reaching students, not gonna work. You know why? Because they don't have the money. <laughs> they cannot finance your church. But Pastor Steve stayed faithful to honoring God and making disciples, reaching future leaders of our nation, saying, if you can change the campus, we can change the world. That's why if you're wondering, bakit yung victory puro bata? Hopefully, because you heard this message, you can say, now I know. Bakit yung victory may mga campus missionaries? And gusto ko lang i-appreciate yung mga campus missionaries natin, you know, Enrico, our campus director, and the rest of our campus missionaries. And we're gonna have more campus missionaries in the future. You know why we have that? Because we are committed to the next generation. And I want to appreciate some of you who partnered with them, some of you who, who've been praying with them, some of you who've been uh, uh, giving, and supporting them financially. Thank you so much. May God bless you more. Some of you have been going with them, opening doors for them in the campuses and, and going with them, helping them, whether helping them do one-to-one in discipleship with the campus students or uh, you know, leading victory groups. Praise God for you. And I hope we can all do this more. And if, if you're not yet involved in reaching the next generation, we have a lot of opportunities. You can serve in kids' church. Sana hindi lang yung mga volunteers natin na singles pa kasi nagpe-prepare sila when they get married and have kids. Sana pati yung mga parents din natin. You know why? When they see the older generation loving God and serving God, they would want to know God and serve God more. Hindi lang sa kids' church, maybe in our youth ministry. If you want to be there, hindi po exclusively for young people ang youth flicks. If you want to disciple them, who knows? Baka ito yung maging barkada ng mga anak mo. Baka ito yung maging future husband or wife ng anak natin. I-disciple na natin sila ngayon pa lang. Diba? If you can bring your nephews and nieces there, be a part of what's happening in our youth ministry. Kaya nga pati yung mga singles ministry natin, I think kahapon yata may crossover. Those who are graduating, we want to prepare them and help them for, for the young professional life. Kaya yung mga nasa family life ministry natin, they're helping people who are getting married, young parents, so that we can tell them who God is and what, get, what God did in the past and what God has done in our lives so that they could have a better generation. Not just learning from what we did right, but also learning from what we did wrong. So if you want to become a part of what's happening in our campus ministry, okay, meron tayong mga cards dyan sa, ano, sa, uh, sa chairs in front of you. Just get one. If you want to pray about it some more, if you want to partner with a specific campus missionary, you meet them, get to know them. In fact, uh, we're going to ask them to come up and we're going to pray for them in a while. Okay, uh, campus missionaries, can you please come up? We're going to pray for them right now. Palakpakan naman natin mga campus missionaries natin. And if, if someday some of you, especially mga young people natin, you sense God is calling you to become a campus missionary to do this full-time, okay, uh, we would love to help you prepare, not just for the call of God for your life, but be a part of what God is doing in the next generation. So invite currency Pastor Lovic to come and join me so that we can pray for them. Okay, uh, honor ko lang and appreciate sila, no? yung mga iba dyan, pwedeng naging... Uh, showbiz personality, but they laid it aside because they really want to reach the next generation. <laughs> Tama ba, Pastor Leovic? Okay, so, 
We're going to pray for them. And then we're going to pray for, for us. And then we're going to spend some time just worshiping the Lord. Um, can we just stretch out our hands to these campus missionaries? Lord, we thank you, God, for these campus missionaries. Thank you, God, for how you are using them even now to reach the next generation. I pray, God, that you would anoint them more. I pray, God, that you would bless the works of their hands and cause them to be prosperous and successful. Lord, give them the eyes to see, to recognize the keys, Lord, and how to reach this next generation post-pandemic, Lord God. And Lord, they have different needs, different struggles. But God, I pray, God, that you will give them the eyes to see not just the culture, but also see the Word in a fresh way so that they can bring the gospel in a more relevant manner and point them to Jesus who has always been relevant and who's always been timely. And God, I pray that as you minister to them and as you use them to minister, God, that we would raise up next generation leaders who will become far, far better than our generation and the previous generation, who will make an impact in the different spheres of society, whether it's in the arts, in media, in the business, in the church, Lord, even in the doctors in the scientific field or the education or even families and government. God, we thank you. Because we know you are raising up a generation who knows you. A generation who will fulfill your plans and your purposes for your greater glory. And we declare, God, a mighty harvest in the campuses, especially as face-to-face university takes place. And Lord, a mighty harvest of young apostles and prophets and pastors and teachers to arise even in our midst. In Jesus' name. Amen, amen. Palapakanan si Lord sa mga campus missionaries. Now, can we just all stand? I want to pray for us. Uh, I want to invite the music team to come up and they're going to lead us in, in worship and celebration in a while. I want to pray right now for us. Uh, you know, this is a... This is a passionate plea for us. If you're here today and you feel you've been stuck by the pains brought about by the previous generation. I pray that God will heal you and that God will set you free. God doesn't want us to stay where we are right now. He has a better future in store for us. And if we stop looking at our past and start looking to our Savior, and if we stop focusing on our pains and start looking on Him as a person, the great I Am, who has great purposes, who has great plans, who has great power. I believe God is going to cause a tremendous shift if we will just turn away from that and turn to Him. So with every head bowed down and every eye closed, if you're that person and you feel like, Pastor, I need ministry. I, I, I need to be set free from being st- stuck with my past. It may be brought about by your parents or forefathers. And it, as, a, as a member of that previous generation, as a, as, a, as a father and as a husband and as a pastor of this church, I ask for your forgiveness on their behalf for whatever sin that they have caused you. Words they've said, words they did not say, things that they did or things that they have failed to do. 
pray right now in the name of Jesus. If that's you, just quickly raise your hand right now. Lord, I pray, God, for these people, these brothers and sisters, God, who may have been wounded by the previous generation, who may have been hurt by the previous generation, who may have been experiencing pains, God, because of the sins of the previous generations. God, I pray that you would come and heal our hearts. God, we surrender to you this brokenness. And God, I pray that you would do a miracle of restoration and healing. Lord, let there be wholeness, God. And God, though they may not be here to literally or, or even ask for forgiveness, God, we, we ask God that you would give us the grace to forgive. Give us the grace to release these hurts. Give us the grace, Lord, to surrender our pains all to you. Surrender our brokenness to you, Lord, so that we can make us whole. So I pray right now in the name of Jesus, let healing come. Let wholeness come in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name.